Welcome to the war room. We got Dev, Kim, Jimmy, PJ, B. Austin, the hot block commander. How you wanna end up one or two hour show and get the brain running with the premise of talk sports on a national level? Full with the topic, sort of like the rubber when it's game time, like the bad five doing prime time. Sports conglomerates sweep their minds a little bit. For sports medicine and sports veterans and great. The 4 for 26, so the war in Kuwait. It's the war room with five nights at the round table. Five silly guys, diversified and educated. Ain't better than Florida. What's good, War Room family? You are once again live in the War Room, brought to you by War Room Sports on the War Room Sports Podcast Network. I'm one of your hosts. I'm the Bull Dev Mack, and I'm at the War Room Roundtable with my brothers. What a V. We got Jimmy the Blueprint in the building. We got B. Austin in the building, we think. <laughs> Yo, three weeks down in the NFL season, Jim, man. NBA training camps have begun. MLB is in its final week of the regular season. And history has been made on one of me and the Blueprint's favorite television shows. Um, the boy R. Kelly can no longer fly, and a whole lot more is going on, so it's time to sit back, relax, and bust it up again with your guys in the greatest man cave in the history of Earth. Yes, I said Earth. That's the war room. You can get in on the conversation yourself by signing in right now to the By the Hood chat room at blogtalkradio.com slash the war room. Shout out to Neil and Skyview, who's always holding it down in there. Or you can join us on Facebook or Twitter, at War Room Sports. Uh, a bunch of strangers holding it down there. What's up to y'all? Uh, we'll also be taking your calls in about 30 minutes on the Digital Extreme Tech Hotline. That's what we're going to hold it down. That number is 323-410-0012. But uh, what up, fam? Uh, what's going on? I know B don't watch, but uh, me and Jimmy witnessed history this week. On one of CBS's longest running television shows, um, we got to give a shout out to the first ever black winner in 23 seasons of our show, Big Brother. 23 seasons, Jim. That's that's what 22 years because it was one season where they had two in the same year, something like yeah. that. So like 22 years, 23 seasons, and a bunch of celebrity Big Brother seasons. Well, I don't know. Celebrity Tamar won, so that don't count. Yeah, um, I was about to say Tamar did win. But, but in the real show. That don't count, though. Uh, yeah, that, that don't count. Cause, you know, celebrity is celebrity. It's a lot of cold-offing going on out there. So, you know, you you can be a, a Negro celebrity and still get some, some, some props. But um, generally, in 23 seasons, like, you know, there'd be a few token minority black people, maybe, you know, and it, it always, it's always, it's almost always a double up on them tokens. So they got to get like their gay agenda. They got to get their black agenda. So they make the black gay dude, they put him in there. Um, maybe, a, you know, a black woman, maybe two or three at the most, but they never make it far. Usually the black person is the first person to get targeted. So one of them is gone immediately. You might have one who befriends a couple people and makes it halfway through the show. But this is history, man. They had six in there this time. They actually banded together to form an alliance called the Cookout, which was fire. The only thing the boy uh, Derek F. can get props for um, throughout the whole season, even though he did come in second place. But, you know, naming the alliance that he tried to act like he formed. 
But um, what's, what's your thoughts on the history we witnessed, man? I mean, this is what this is what Dr. King and Malcolm fought for, man. So Xavier could live, man. So you know what I'm saying this is this is. <laughs> I'm joking for anybody who's this serious and cut me out. These are all these jokes. It. We got trying, Malcolm, trying we be, got Dr. King, we got Nipsey, and then we got man. Xavier. <laughs> yeah, man. So Xavier is a, a living legend, Nipsey man. He made black history last night, man. It was dope to see. Um, and I know people are like, man, who cares? Man, it's a white TV show. But, you know, at the end of the day, man, representation matters all across the board. It just does. So it was which, definitely which is why it mattered to me which black person won. Because it's, it's, it's the boy from Philly <laughs> so, one, and shout out to my hometown. Is, the boy from Philly one, and this is, I'd be disappointed. And this is sports-related because the person that came in second place was another black man named Derek Frazier, who's the son of Joe Frazier. So there you go. Smoking Bow. Joe. Birth poking Joe. Um, but, uh, yeah, man, it, it, it was great to see. But, Jim, we, we got to do – because I don't know, you know, for, for everybody out here, for years, uh, Jimmy and I have hosted a show on – uh, War Room Sports TV called Operation Big Brother. We haven't done a show in years, but we have to do a show, you know, sometime in the next few days to commemorate, you know, what we saw with the cookout and, you know, the, yeah. the history. Yeah, those are shots at Kyler. So if you are a, a Big Brother fan, make sure you all watch out for that. Sometime in the next three to five days, we'll have something cooked up for you all. Um, yes, sir. With, a, with a bunch of Big Brother fans talking shop on that. Um, what up, B? What's going on, man? How are you? What a guan. Man, everything is everything. <laughs> everything oh, is everything. Us, man. <laughs> all right, but look, before we get started, y'all know what it is. We got to remind y'all that whether you're with us live or not, at any time, you can check out archive episodes of our show on demand and all of our partner shows on the War Room Sports Podcast Network. So you can do that at warroomsports.com or on one of the many major podcast listening platforms. Yo, we're everywhere, and we're on our own platform. So, you know, go to warroomsports.com and give our show and all the shows on the network a holla. There's never an excuse to miss an episode of any of the shows on the network. So make sure you don't miss an episode if there's something on the network that, you know, that, that catches your fancy, man. If you like to eat, cook. Watch TV, movies, sports, hip-hop, anything, man. Whatever you're into, it's on the network. Go check it out. All right, man, so before we get into uh, these hot topics, man, got to let you guys know, hot topics are brought to you by my bookie, War Room Family. You know what time it is because we do the same thing every week. We remind you that it's time to make some money sports betting at my bookie. If you still haven't checked them out, then you stupid. Lay down some bread on the biggest games in sports by joining us, the War Room, and thousands of other online players placing bets at mybookie.ag. Mybookie.ag. No excuses when you win. You get your money. You get it fast. You don't get hassled. They even have in-game live betting so you can place wagers after you realize Justin Tucker brought his bionic leg to the stadium today instead of his human leg. So join now. My bookie will match 50% of your first deposit up to $1,000. Just use the promo code WARROOM, all caps, one word, to activate this offer. Visit mybookie.ag today. Play, win, and get paid. That's all there is to it, man. All right, man. Bad Andy, Big Red. Yo, he was taken from the stadium 
directly to a hospital after the Chiefs' loss to the Chargers. Um, they're kind of mum on the details, but from what I what I gathered, um, it may have been about with dehydration. Uh, y'all got any thoughts on this? You know, we've we've yeah, seen man, Andy and, and health issues before, man. I know. Let me go drink scary. some water real quick. Andy make me nervous. <laughs> you said drink some water. <laughs> I'm about to go. I'm about to go drink some water right now as we talk about this story, man. Yeah, um, I, I get my. Yeah, I, I, mean, get, I, I get my eight cups in a day. Um, that's not as easy as it sounds. Cause not at all. I'll be trying to do a gallon. I'll be trying to do a gallon. I see why drinking water though makes you um you know lose weight because you run to the bathroom so goddamn much. Right, but, uh, yeah, I was about to say. I, I think you get your I exercise that, um, by running to the bathroom and then you letting it out. <laughs> Losing a couple of Man, ounces every time you do it, yeah. Yeah, I'm saying, but yo, what I what I'll say is this though: I think that them the way they played and them losing that game contributed to it. That's probably why he wasn't um, hydrating himself on the sideline. Stress, stress. He was, he was, that was he was screaming all damn all damn afternoon. So, so that's what that you know. was. Y'all thought he was about to go see Elizabeth because of the way the Chiefs been playing. Hey, yo, <laughs> um, I don't know who was that. Yo, far, I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna even hold you. I, <laughs> Yo, I'd be thinking about that for Andy, man. Yeah. No, because the mean, thing about Andy I mean, is Andy can't Andy can't hide his emotions. Like when he gets upset, you can see right. it in his face. Like his his whole everything. Yeah, like he yeah, turns whole... red. Like he literally is big right, red. Right. I mean, the only time you know he can saying? hide his emotions is during the the, the midweek press conference. You know when they ask yeah, him, you know, what the hell happened, and he you know when I got to put my team in a better situation. When you coaches know. when coaches go to the podium. And they take the blame on stuff. You know, a lot of them dudes don't be genuine. I've I always guess. felt like Andy is genuinely saying that it's his fault. Like I think he honestly believes that, even when the man McNuggets stress and pressure levels. Yeah. <laughs> and, I mean, and, and think about it. It is though. As a leader, like, you got to make sure that them dudes are prepared mentally, physically. Seriously, man, you um, can't stop however, Donovan whatever. McNabb from throwing the ball to the other team in bad situations. Okay, that's, but that, but that's what he means. I'll put him in position. If you know that, then you got to put him in position where off. he's not throwing the ball. <laughs> no, that means, no, that means, no, that means, <laughs> get, that means get you. rid of him. That means let me get, get rid of him. Let me get AJ Feely into the game. Do something. Or, or that, or that. Way. But either way, no matter how you shape it, it all comes back to you. <laughs> all right. I will, you know, shout that. out to Andy. He he actually um, he missed the first press conference of the week, but he came back for the Wednesday presser. Um, he says he's fine, and he didn't want to get into details about all of that. He wanted to talk about the team. Um, speaking of the team, man, uh, the, the the Chiefs have dropped their second straight game. Now, this wouldn't be that big of a deal with any other team, but this is the Chiefs, who's pretty much, even though you know they have one. Super Bowl to show for it. They've dominated the league over the last three seasons or so, ever since Pat Mahomes has been um, under center. So, you know, taking that loss to Baltimore and then taking this loss to an up-and-coming Chargers team in their own division, we can see how it got a little stressful for Andy. But what I'm starting to see now is I'm starting to see the public starting to doubt this team. Um, Is it premature? Is it prisoner at the moment? Like, do you guys doubt the Chiefs? Um, I mean, they were my, KC, they were, they were, I, I think at this point in KC, man, the streets need a body. <laughs> <laughs> streets need a body. Yo, I, actually, they were my Super Bowl pick. 
um, and I'm going to stand by that, but the one thing I do realize is, like, if you watch them over the last two years, they have dominated the league, and teams were scared of them because they were so much faster. They seem to be playing on fast forward when everybody was running at regular speed. Um, it doesn't look that way. I know they made a lot of changes um, in terms of specifically the offensive line, um, but their defense, I think kind of the Buccaneers exposed a lot about the Chiefs. It's in that their Super Bowl. defense, man. Their defense. Yeah, but, the, but, the, but, the, but even the offense, the offense is struggling too, though. They're not putting up a lot of points. So, and they're, and they're having that, to come from behind every week. <laughs> so yeah, so I think that it's not it's not just their defense. I think the Buccaneers expose a lot about how to beat them. And um, when you just watch them play overall, that fear factor seems to be gone. Now, with that being said, I still think they're talented. Um, and I think, you know, they got the best quarterback in the league. I think that they'll be okay. But, I mean – the runs that I thought they were getting ready to go on and what they could be possibly going on without changes is not is not, is not what I see because, like, you know, some of these teams out here are hungry, they're young, and some of these young quarterbacks, man, they're getting busy. Like, that young man in the Chargers, he needs to be f with, you know. Um, and the boy in Buffalo, he's out here calling Tobias to be every, every Sunday. So, you know what I mean? Like, you know. It's, it's it's I don't know what their reign will look like because originally watching them play the last couple of years, I was like, damn, they about to dominate the league. Right, and see for me, I still short think like I, I still I think the rumors of their demise is a little premature. That doesn't mean, and even though they were my pick as well, that doesn't mean they're going to win the Super Bowl. But you know, you got the meme makers out here having fun um, with everybody in the AFC West. Uh, point point to the the team that's in last place, and then they got the you know just a lot of little that couldn't wait to kick dirt on the Kansas City Chiefs, I think it might be a Man. little bit premature. Little like, shout out to the Raiders. Shout out to the 3-0 and Raiders because they're playing great right now. But I have no doubt in my mind that, at the very least, the Chiefs are still going to win the AFC. But here's the thing, I don't know if they're going to be Super Bowl champs because once you get into that playoff mix, you're playing against the best of the best. You're playing against the teams and coaches that can make those adjustments. And like Jimmy said, with the – Buccaneers may have exposed. You're going to see more struggles in the playoffs against teams that can that can play on what what they were exposed. But they're winning that division. I, no doubt. Even if you're right, even if you're right, that's why as a meme maker, shout out my meme makers out there. As a meme maker, you got to get your memes off now, just in case you're right, and we don't have no other time to get them jokes off. You got right. you got to kick them while they down because they <laughs> might not be down long enough. <laughs> See, and and that's the thing, and that's the that's the epitome of a meme maker. Like the meme makers, the only people that I really don't take to task for being prisoners of the moment, because most of the time meme makers don't really give a, a, a ish anyway. Not at they all. They just trying to get the jokes off when the jokes are get offable. You know what I mean? Like, exactly. Like they might not believe it themselves, but it's. Prime but I've been, I've been telling you so, for years. You know. I've been telling you for years. It's just that it's not as many of them. But Raiders fans are just as bad as Cowboys fans, man. They they're terrible, man. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Nah. I've seen it. Nah. I've seen it. I, I've seen it. I'm telling you, it's, it's, it's just not in the not, same numbers. So you don't you don't you don't feel they're not the, as plentiful. The, but they're yeah, you don't they're feel terrible the people. The same way. But I've I, I mean, they're terrible human beings. Yo, with the exception of Kev, shot the Kev, man. Not you, Kev. But the rest of your brethren are terrible people. Yeah, Kev, Kev is a great guy. He definitely be jumping the gun on gun on some things, but but he's 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 great and and who he Kev, is. Kev, what's up with Nelson um, Aguilar? Y'all still got him or no? 
They they moved on from that that scumbum. (laughs) I actually know Raiders fans, and they're some terrible people, yo. They're they're just as bad, you know. Yeah, man. So, 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 Jimmy and I were talking about this earlier, and we do think the Chiefs are at the point right now, you know, where we can compare them to the streets needing a body. I think we think them Kansas City streets need a body right now. And unfortunately, I think that body is going to come in the form of the Philadelphia Eagles um, because Philadelphia is next on their schedule. So, of course, with a Philadelphia team struggling who's not that good in the first place, of course we would get the Chiefs on the tail end of a two-game losing streak with the main Andy Reid coming out the hospital. With with Andy Reid coming out the hospital. (laughs) Andy Reid going to give us a body. With the public starting to doubt, you know, the Chiefs, of course – the Philadelphia Eagles will be next on that schedule. Where they play at though? <laughs> is it in Philly or KC? Um, it don't matter. I, it don't I, matter. <laughs> it, it really, it really, really. I mean, you know, it could um, be a, it could be a difference though. Like, I mean, if Andy really is a home game, either matter, way, Andy's but, still, it, but it's in Andy's KC. still beloved there. It's in KC, and the streets need a buy. That's even worse. So, yo, yeah. the only good, the only good thing that's going to happen. Is it when when the Chiefs are up forty, Andy gonna run the ball and stop scoring? If it was <laughs> anyone true. but Andy, they would That's put true. sixty on him. Oh, yeah, like, Andy like run the Cowboys tried to do last week. They were scoring touchdowns with like four minutes left really, in the game because they don't. They ain't care. really good. They ain't really good. They just we just <laughs> that bad. Well, offensively, you just don't want to believe. But uh, offensively, they he'll never really believe. Listen. Good. Listen, man. I understand what I understand what he's doing, though, man. Yeah, nah, nah, nah they're offense. Nah, they're offense. Listen, you slim Charles, dog. You slim Charles, man. You slim Charles, dog. You slim Charles, dog. No, the offense. No, the offense is cracking. Now, now, the defensively, defense I got as good as what we made them look. Um, we're gonna spot you eleven, at least eleven penalties, and you know, and make it look terrible on either side of the ball to begin with. But yeah. I, you know, our offense is our offense is just not what overzealous Eagles fans thought it was when they put 32 points on Atlanta. I tried to tell people, even I mean, even against Atlanta, Jim, like it wasn't like an explosive 32 points. You know what I mean? It was accidental. We're gonna score uh, here and there, and they were just so bad that we're gonna end up doing like we've seen explosive 32 points. Like it's all Carson Wentz fault, dog. It's all Carson Wentz fault, man. Shout out to the to the to the people who who <laughs> who said that this week um, and, and took it there. Um, but but look, Jeff Lurie has um, reportedly. I'm gonna say reportedly because I haven't really seen anything to make me think that this was true. But Jeff Lurie has reportedly given Howie Roseman the green light to pursue a Deshaun Watson trade. So if this is true. We talked about fans saying week one that they've seen enough. They saw all they needed to see about Jalen Hurts, but that was in a positive manner. Has has the owner seen enough of Jalen Hurts, and he's going to go in another direction and go get somebody else, knowing nah. the trouble that this dude might be in, to go give up assets Yo. for him? Is it that bad with Jalen Hurts? I will drive, drive Jalen Hurts to the airport. If need be, um, but but be the the whole thing is they're t- 
from what I'm reading, because like I said, I, I don't have anything to substantiate this report. Chris Sims actually started this. And reading the transcript of the conversation he was in when he started this, I'm still thinking to myself, like, where did you even get this from? The conversation doesn't sound like you have any real sources. It kind of sounds like you just made this up and you're just going to go with it. Made it up. Maybe his network told him. Now, now he's the real, he the real slim. He the real slim <laughs> Charles. Jim, his network told him, "Yo, your, your job on the line, man. Streets need a body." So he went, he went and made something up. Um, yeah. But if it's true, they claim that they're probably going to try to do it without sacrificing Jalen Hurts. So he might just go back to being the backup, or at least being the safety net. In case um, Young Kyle, I mean, in case Deshaun ends up doing some time or doing a suspension or something like that. So, what are y'all thoughts on on that? Do y'all think it should be that? Like, do y'all think the Eagles should go after Deshaun Watson? Yo, I am no. cool with Bill Cosby's favorite quarterback, bro. Come on, <laughs> Phil. Yeah, but, but that's what I'm saying. But what if he's in trouble? Then, like, what kind of compensation? Does the the Eagles get if this dude ends up going to jail? Uh, we should get two. We should get two second rounders out of that. Two second rounders. They're gonna have to give up a couple of first rounders to get him. So how, how are we gonna yep. get back two second rounders? Like what's what's, what's gonna you're be taking the... a, You're taking a huge gamble. And my thing is, you're taking it for what though? Uh, I can what? see if you're like you know your quarterback away, or you feel like you can make a move right. or a run. But you make <laughs> no, that move a, for what? Now, now that's a great. That's a great point because we are ass and a half before we ever get to Jalen Hurts. So, I mean, we that's, a, that's the thing. Why would half. you do it? Why would you do it? I feel, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm along the lines of Deshaun Watson being a franchise quarterback. So it's kind of like, mm, do you try and get a franchise quarterback when a franchise quarterback is available? Like, like you draft the best talent on the board as opposed to your position of need. Um, I mean, that is, you better put some money up for his legal fees, though. Cause yo, you got a you got a you got a first year coach who yeah, you know, he's, doesn't look he's great trash. so far. It, see, I'm not even gonna mm. go there. You 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 prisoner of the moment Damn. with it, like all these Come other fans. Nah, no, I ain't prisoner. I ain't prisoner of the moment per se. It's been three. I'll give him a chance. We don't know give him a chance to get out of the trash can before. They said they he said can the get out of his trash. He can get out of the trash can. He can get out of the trash right, okay. can. Okay, yeah, as long as he's in the NFL out. game, because they said the yo, ball he was ran trash the ball. Yo, he ran the ball three weeks in, time. and then you know, three three he years in, he was time. hoisting a, a Lombardi for the first time in the city's yo. history. Um, yo, he ran the ball oh, yeah, three said, times. No, no, no. Yeah, no, I mean, it'll be awesome like nobody. I mean, and 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 I don't I don't condone that stat. I don't condone that stat at all, B. But at the same time, you know, we were getting. You know, we're getting asses kicked, so you kind of know how that has to go. But he Yo, still could have ran the ball the only, times for a while. For a the while, only it was eagle, seven, seven. he could have been running the ball. The only eagle coach or player I've ever heard B. Austin say that he likes is B. Dog. Outside of B. Dog, <laughs> he hates everybody and everything. No, nah, buddy. No, nah, buddy. No, but listen, 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 listen. Jimmy, he ran the ball three times. I don't even know how that's possible. And the ball, I've never and even the ball, seen, and the boys running the ball with was averaging like. I mean, he had a 24-yard carry. 
Like, run him again. Maybe, you know, maybe Yo. he can do a little something. But, but, I, but, I but it ain't even about it ain't even about who it is. It's not about whether he's good. We could have Heath Sherman back there. He ran the ball three times. One, two, three. I've never even – I can't fathom that. I don't even understand that. Well, they ran some How read options with their – they ran some read options with their Pro Bowl QB. Uh, they handed count. the ball off three times. That don't count. <laughs> I mean, when and they that, did that, that out of the, that, the shotgun, that can, that, that controlled the whole game, like so it really didn't matter. But we we ain't gonna talk about that though. <laughs> I thought number eleven controlled it. Who that? Way the media talking. I don't even know who number eleven is. Yeah, me I have no idea what you're talking about. You talking about Carson? No, the boy Michael. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I mean, he did his thing too, but he did his stuff, Dizzle. But but don't act like your man ain't do us in a little bit. I was I was sitting like there wishing like that Dak. I was wishing the boy in green was playing like the boy in in, in white and blue. I boy like Dak I, on Monday. I fall in the middle of where y'all argument was last week, but gotta keep it a bean. Like he better than what we got. Um, <laughs> where the hell so, hard to be? He's five years in. We talking about he better than Jalen Hurts. He better be. Hey, listen, man. He controlled the game, man. Like, yo, honestly, though, because he was cooking me because I was playing against him. I'm like, I, I wanted him to get injured. I ain't going to lie to you. But, yeah. Um, <laughs> Dang. But I'm telling you, man, the ball, look, the ball looks like he's uh, – never mind, man. I'm just going to let things play out, man. We'll yo, Jim, yo, Jimmy. Yo, we the same thing almost as the Atlanta Falcons, though, man. Can't really use that, man. Jack, Dak yeah, is but amazing. He did it against everybody he team. played, though. It ain't just it ain't just this one game, though. He did it against the Super Bowl champs. He did it like he, this is what he's done week in and week out when he plays. All right, we're going back to last year. He seemingly gets better every game going back to last year. Yo, do you? I mean, he might have that. He might have that work ethic that you know they claiming this other dude got. So I guess we got to see I it. see him out there twisting his hips for the camera before the game. He's putting that work in. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> hold on, hold on. Not, you ain't gonna, you ain't gonna talk that kind of talk as a Jameis fan, because James. No mind. I'm a, I'm a chill. Jameis, be out there eating W's though. Listen, um, <laughs> slobbering on. Uh, oh, so Josh Gordon has been reinstated for the 676th time, um, and he signed with the talking. Chiefs. Now we talked about the Chiefs earlier in their struggles, and Jim, you, you alluded to the fact that they're even struggling on offense. They think a lot of it has to do with not having a number two receiver no more. As much as we talk about Hammy Watkins, when he's on the field, which isn't all the time, you know, he he contributed well to what they were doing. He at least took some pressure off of what was going on on the other side of the field with with Tariq and in the middle of the field with Travis Kelsey. Um, Miko Hardman, I think they think he's just not it. So they signed Josh. Uh, Gordon to the practice squad But a lot of people expect him to be on the 53 In no time And possibly jumping into that Number two receiver slot If he's still you know, Three quarters of as good as he was At his best A lot of people don't remember his best Because he's been in and out of the league so many times since then But what do y'all think of this pickup Like at this point Kansas City and the Bucks Are like the Lakers and the Nets Like if there's somebody out there to be gotten they get him. Richard Sherman just signed with the Bucks. I mean, we got to see <laughs> Josh what he got Gordon left at just one signed point. with the 
with the with the Chiefs. You know. <laughs> Listen, man, we got to see what he got left, man. At one point, he was like a one-in-a-million player, man. And at his best, he loved. Don't even ask how. But uh, the fact of the matter <laughs> Fool is, me once, blank, shame on you. Yeah. Fool the, me nine times, is, it's my fault. It's kind of it's kind of <laughs> hilarious how, you know, you're complaining. You know, most teams don't even have a number one. They're like, yo, we're struggling because we don't have a number two receiver. Like, Hartman isn't bad, but the fact that you're struggling, that you, you, you know, you're losing games because you're weak at number two receiver is hilarious to me. Like, that's comical, yo. Because Tyreek Hill ain't really, really a number one. Okay, well, that's a whole different conversation. Now, that's <laughs> I mean, he's great. He's good at what he does, but when he slid into that number one role, I think that he's still adding things to his game. And he may at one time become that number one, but I don't think he's he's like a one A that needs a one B. Hammy Hammy I mean, they went to for all his Hammy injuries one, was kind of more than a number it, two, but not quite a number one. If we keeping it a buck, their number one is Kelsey. Um, <laughs> that's who it really is. That's true. But I mean, he played the same position when they went to two straight bowls. Um. I don't even know if that's the issue because Hartman makes catches. Hartman scored a touchdown last week. Like to me, Bad. that's not the issue. But you know, it is what it is. Yeah. Collins is I mean, Har- Hartman too, is. I think he's a pretty good receiver. I think they just rather have him in a number three type role, which which on yeah, this team that, really puts you at a number four type role because Travis Kelsey is really the number one. Yeah, they, they want a cheat code. <laughs> they want to just have eighty-seven weapons out there. Is what they want. They want weapons everywhere. Is what they want. And I get it. I get it. But, I mean, the play calling has been kind of sus, too, you know, if you ask me. Like, it ain't been what it's been before. I'm not yeah. blaming Big Red, but. Did, did Big Red pass it off to try to help Bull get a job? I, I mean, I mean. Bull not getting no job. Time. Conspiracy time. <laughs> did he pass it off? Because a lot, of the, a lot of the talk around the town when he wasn't getting jobs, a lot of people was like, well, people might not look at him the way that. The media is looking at him because Andy Reid's calling the plays. This is Andy Reid's offense. He's just a figurehead. So maybe Andy conspiracy he handed it off to him trying to help him get a job. I don't know. Or maybe Andy just dehydrated over there. And he, he just hey, didn't read yo. it. Start the way. <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't Andy know, needs man. some water. Um, yeah, he needs some milk. I, um. Uh, anybody have all the water in the world? Anybody run the score up on the Eagles? He about to he about to get all his kind of pay back. Man, oh yeah, he definitely is. But 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 oh, but man. to the point, we know Travis is the number one, and it's already shown. He leads the team in receptions with twenty. He leads the team in yards with two hundred and eighty-nine. He leads the team in touchdowns with three. I think. What's the chart thing? What's our ball doing? I think the only thing that Trek Starbull can really compete in with with Kelsey is probably yards. Yeah, <laughs> I mean see, touchdowns. Another, thing, another close, issue they got is this: all of a sudden, man, like the donut boy they got playing running back, like he he went from never fumbling to all of a sudden he won't be a point guard. Yeah, so, yeah, he, he, yo, he, he out got, there get yo, he went around the back, he tween tweened him. Yeah, he, he got the, he, he got, got the clear on his hands, his hands slippery now. The donut and came out the donut. His all and is on his hands now. So <laughs> came out the donut. It came out the donut. 
I'm a child of It came out this donut. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let me give you this to Claire. Claire? Yo. Yo. Um, First of all, yeah, I think God's punishing me right now because right. I, um, I talked about Andy being dehydrated. I just broke out into a cold sweat. So if y'all don't hear me in a couple minutes, I might have fainted. So listen out for me. Hey, hey yo. Whoa. Whoa. Yeah, I don't know what it is. I feel like I'm 160 degrees Uh-oh. and I'm sweating all of a sudden. I'm going to pray that it ain't. I got but, um, no, I, I think uh, I think the Chiefs are going to end up turning it all around, being fine, and this all be a memory. That's what I think. I mean, it's fine. I got a team for y'all that might not be. And all it all right. starts with us. I got a team that might not be <laughs> all right, man. Um, and this team is the, the subject of our stat of the week, man. The Chicago Bears and Justin Fields' debut as a starter generated one net passing yard. One goddamn <laughs> Yo. passing yard. And Yo! 47 yards of total offense. What what Yo. do you guys blame this debacle on? Yo, that's worse Cleveland than only defense. rushing the ball three times. Die. <laughs> let me. Let, let, as a matter of fact, let's extend it. Let's extend the quarter week. I'm gonna give you some more numbers from this game, man. All right. The, the Chicago Bears had now they had six six first downs the whole game. That's in comparison to 26 by the Cleveland Browns. Um, let's see. Let's go to the the bad. They had 42 total offensive plays that generated 47 yards. This was in 11 drives. They had 11 drives, but with 42 plays and 47 yards, that's 1.1 yard per play. They had one passing yard. They had 46 rushing yards. I, I just don't – they, they don't, held the ball don't know for 20 minutes and 26. I don't even know what to say. Now, going to Justin Fields' numbers, he was 6 for 20 for 68 yards. But the problem is the reason they netted one passing yard because he was sacked nine times. Damn. Four and a half sacks that, by Miles Garrett alone. So it looks like my defensive player of the year pick is right on schedule. And I had no idea he was going to leave this game with four and a half sacks. Yo, he was hit we're going to end up 11 with times by this team. No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. He was sacked nine times. He was hit 15 times. Six times by Dang. Garrett and four and a half sacks. Five times by Jadavian Clowney. So this, this Chicago Bears team made this Cleveland team look like everything we said they were on paper. You got Garrett on one side. You got Clowney on another side. You got the rookie rusher who gets to come in sometimes. You got what they have on offense. This Bears team made them look like everything they're supposed to be on paper. Both of the running backs did their thing, Chubb and uh, Hunt. Why with Coach Nagy, supposed to, supposed, he's supposedly an offensive guru and a quarterback whisperer. Why is it looking like this? Why are they on like their fourth quarterback? You had Trubisky. Got rid of Trubisky. You had Foles. Got rid of Foles is still there, but you got rid of him as a starter. You had Andy Dalton. Andy Dalton got hurt. They put their, you know, high number one draft pick in there, and the offense still looks like trash. 
How, how much rope does Nagy have left? Well, hold on. Let me, let me, be talking about the Eagles coaches. This dude has had years. One goddamn year. Um, mm-hmm. I watched the game, and it don't matter who you got at quarterback when he got a split second to throw the ball. They got right. dominated on the line of scrimmage so bad that, like, outside of the times he got hit, he was under duress every play, literally every play. It was like, you watching it it's so bad. This, this is so one bad of the things, like, this is one of the Bull things got CTE already. this happens and I don't put it on the quarterback. And if it doesn't shape up soon, he's going to be the next Derek Carr. Not Derek Carr. He's going to be the next I, David Carr. David They're going to ruin the dude because he's going to keep getting hit and he's going to be, he's going to be seeing ghosts every time he drops back to pass. And all the promise that he has – is going to go out the window. David Carr should have been one of the best quarterbacks in the league. He was that talented. I agree. What they did to him in Houston. I agree. They want to go down this path, man. Violence. Put Dalton back and in and let him get play violence because he had no time whatsoever. It was it was comical. Like Miles Garrett like pushed the violence button and was out there throwing folks around. <laughs> um, so the game was kind of like just embarrassing. It was it was hard to watch. Like you know, how many sacks? How many sacks did Jadavian Clowney overrated ass at? I don't know. Uh, I don't even know if he Jadavion got Clowney. to remember, him, but he hit him. Remember, remember, remember Fred told me Jadavian Clowney was uh, about to be better than LT? He said that. Yes. Anyway. Yes, I do. Anyway. Fred, Fred you deserve to have your ass beat for saying speaking that. Speaking of. <laughs> speaking of. Our quote <laughs> of the week. Speaking of. Our quote of the week. <laughs> this week. Um, our quote of the week has everything to do with Bill Belichick Tom Brady and why Tom Brady ended up leaving. Bill Belichick actually gave a statement to a reporter, gave an answer to a reporter saying, you know, he looked at his options. He felt that um, he felt that Tampa was a better option and he made his decision. Our quoted week comes from the aforementioned Fred Perdue. Fred Perdue is a college football analyst. Sometimes, you know, does college and NFL. A pundit. Uh, um, Analysis right here on War Room Sports, but he's also a New England Patriots homer. So sometimes when he's talking about them, it gets a little crazy. But I'm I'm surprised with the stance he's taking here because, you know, it always used to be a we got to bring Bill Belichick up somehow when we're talking about coaching because he's the GOAT. We got to bring Tom Brady up in every conversation because he's the GOAT. But it looks like Fred, just like the rest of society, is a side taker. So when it's a battle between two of your favorite people, he still decides to take a, a side. And the quote of the week is, to Bill's, um, to Bill's quote, Fred's reply was, and I quote, <laughs> and I hope you're listening, Fred, and if you are, call in, defend yourself. He said, get the man some weapons he could win with, and he would have stayed. He said that. He said, get the man some weapons he could win with, and he could have stayed. Could, weapons he could win with. Weapons. They won six Super Bowls together. They won six Super Bowls. Like, seriously? Are we talking about getting the quarterback what he could win with? They won six Super Bowls. Like, do we even have to get into details and get into a conversation about this? Like, 
Well, first can off, can we just say they won six Super Bowls? Get him something he can win with. Ta- win with. You ain't, you ain't huh? talking real football. That's the first thing, right? So first thing, because Fred is the hardest person in the room at all times. So you don't know football. You got to talk some. Talking. You got to talk some real football. That's right. the first thing. Second thing is that is the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my entire <laughs> life. Because my thing is, you're not gonna win every game. Period. Like, get him some weapons that he could win with. Like. I, you want to win every game, win every bowl? Is Super that what you bowls. want? That's, that's some spoiled fan talk right there. That's some spoiled fan talk right there. They won six Super Bowls. Like, the last thing coming out of anybody's mouth is get him some weapons he can he could win he with. He can win with. The, la- the last time they I'm actually so went out and, 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 you know, like Fred tried to school me on, the assumption when somebody says that is offensive weapons. Okay, but Fred sits on air with us and – and tries to remind the casuals out there that, you know, the, the, the fat guys up front are what, what the real weapons are that you're getting for a quarterback, that you're getting for a team. Um, he's always been on our same uh, wavelength when we talk about how overrated the position of wide receiver is. And Fred is on an island of his own with how he devalues running backs. Right, but when he says this and you and you and you challenge him, then it's you know it, it's a whole different thing. I'm not obviously I'm talking about offensive weapons. I'm not talking about the top ten defenses that Tom Brady has played with for the past twenty years. Those aren't weapons. Um, we're not talking about <laughs> the, just we're not talking about the the goat coach who everybody special team, especially himself would would label as the goat. But now that Tom Brady is gone. Now he's even disrespecting Bill Belichick. But seriously, can you come out of your mouth as a Patriots fan, as a media member, as anybody, as a human being to say, if Bill Belichick would have gotten Tom Brady weapons he could win with, he would have stayed. This sounds like some LeBron leaving Cleveland the first time. LeBron left Cleveland because they couldn't win, and he felt they didn't put the team around him to win. How do you part your lips to say that about the New England Patriots, Bill Belichick, and Tom Brady when they won six Super Bowls together? He didn't get that man what he needed? God damn, how many do you expect to win? (laughs) That's some spoiled fan stuff right there, and that's our quote of the week, man. Shout out to you, Fred. You know we love you, good brother, but that was ridiculous. Call in. <laughs> call, yeah, call in. Call in. All right, man. So just had to get that out of the way real quick. That's our stat of the week. Uh, we gave you our quote of the week. Uh, real quick, before we go to the phone lines, we're going to do a check-in on the final week of MLB um, Major League Baseball, you know, this ain't going to be long because, you know, I'm going to give y'all the scenarios and B going to tell y'all with, with Barry Bonds and, 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 Manny. and Manny Ramirez is doing. So, yes, um, sir. <laughs> with a few games left in the season, um, first of all, Jimmy, it looks like our um, Phillies are going to, you know, choke this away. You know, not like we really didn't expect that, but they made it interesting. Yep. They got to the last week before they choked it away. Um, had a had a prime opportunity to actually play the team that you were trailing in the standings in a series to to try to take the lead, and they haven't beaten the Braves yet. All right, so in the American League East, those Tampa Bay Rays are running away with that. They have already clinched 
that division. They clinched that a long time ago. Um, the Yankees are eight games out in that division. The Red Sox are nine games out. Those teams are battling it out for the wild card. Um, the AL Central was clinched by the White Sox. And the AL West um, hasn't been spoken for yet because the Astros are up three and a half in that division, but the Mariners still have an opportunity. They still have a path to the division title in the National League. Uh, like I spoke about, the Braves haven't clinched it yet, but they're four and a half games up on the Phillies. Um, they're going to finish out their series, and then the Phillies have a, a set with the Marlins. Um, the Marlins are a 65-win team, yet they have the Phillies number, so I don't expect the Phillies to do anything with them. And even if they do, I don't expect the Braves to choke it away and and give it up no matter what the Phillies do. So the Braves are going to win that division. The Brewers um, are six games up on the Cardinals in the NL Central. They have clinched that, but the Cardinals, who just lost for the first time after a 17-game win streak, has locked up a wild-card berth along with – either the Giants or the Dodgers, because over in the NL West, Jim, why are the Dodgers and Giants so many games up in this division? The Padres are hovering around 500. They're 78 and 80, but they're 26 games out of first place in that division because the Giants are 104 and 54. The Giants are two games back at 102 and 56. So the Dodgers have a better record than any other team in baseball, National League and um, American League, but they're still a wild card team right now, at least, because they play in a division with somebody else who has 104 wins. You have two teams in the division right now that has over 102 wins. But you know, my if question they go wild, if they go wild carding, they're going to beat the Bajazas out of whoever but, they play. But, but, but the Cardinals who are in a wild card, they're 89 and 70. They don't have the record that the Giants and Dodgers have, but they're the hottest team in baseball right now. So I don't think it's a given that any of these teams get in there. You know, it's it's not a given the way the Cardinals are playing. The Cardinals can jump up in there unless with that 17-game win streak, unless they peak too early. But, if you know, they keep playing at the level that they're playing at. (laughs) A lot of people thought they weren't going to lose another game. Um it could be very interesting, to say the least, in the National League. Um, wild card chances. Phillies are seven and a half back in a wild card. So, yeah. The only way that they can make it is to win the division, and they're about to choke that away, too. So, just real quick, uh, just looking at how things played out. Who y'all think is going to win the World Series this year? Um, Dodgers. Dodgers? Repeat? Yes, sir. Yeah, didn't Manny play for the Dodgers? <laughs> going with the Dodgers. At one point. All right, so uh, we'll, we'll see how it all plays out. And uh, in a minute, we're going to get to the phone lines, and we got I know we got a Dodger fan calling in, so we'll see if he thinks his team is going to repeat and all of this. But before we do that, we definitely got to uh, spit a few bars about this whole Ben Simmons situation, just a few, because we've talked about it at nauseum, but it's just 
every so much more stuff comes out every other day. Um, ben Simmons has doubled and tripled down on his claim that he will not show up. Uh, training camp has started. He's already missed a few days. He missed media day, which was interesting because, you know, media day was all about him. Everybody who took the podium had to answer questions about Ben. They had to put on their, we want Ben back. We hope he comes back face. Um, but he's doubled and tripled down. A report came out yesterday where Ben Simmons was quoted as saying um, he believes his partnership with Joel Embiid has run its course because the way he sees it, the organization's choice to build its basketball ecosystem around Joel Embiid's style simply isn't conducive to the way that Ben Simmons needs to play. What are y'all thoughts on that before I give y'all Joel Embiid's thoughts on that? <laughs> Get out of here, you cock-gunners, Hey, yo, for me, right, and uh, this this whole situation is crazy because um, in the beginning of it, I kind of defended Ben because um, people have been saying for years that they don't fit. And even though I, I somewhat agree with it and considering how their games are structured, I thought that they could get it done together because when they're on the floor together, just look. I mean, look, the proof is in the pudding, as they say. Um, he played like he played in the playoffs, and at that point I knew it was over. But I still didn't really bash him because my thing is like, yo, dude really can play ball, but he just can't shoot. I mean, people act like shooting is all there is to basketball when it's not. Basketball is art, but that's neither here nor there. Um, <laughs> but the longer this goes on, the more and, and this this is not even like just from a fan perspective. It's like, yo, I just it makes me start to dislike this dude because at the end of the day, yo, what did the Sixers do to this dude, right? They pretty much given him anything they wanted. They gave him the money he wanted. They they got rid of folks that he wanted to get rid of. They kind of like did everything you asked them to, and you can't even show up. Like, coddled, yo. coddled his bitch ass. I mean, they really did. I mean, yeah. I guess I guess that's what you could say. I guess that's the, the, the other flip side of this is you 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 kind of coddled him too much. But I'm like, right. dude, like you, you spoiled them, and this is what happens when you spoil people. They start to feel entitled, and and B, um came out and, you know, he was kind of taken aback by those uh, quotes because that's what he feels. He feels that they've been kind of building the team around more around Ben's strength than his. Like with the shooters they got, um, Jimmy alluded to who they got rid of. They got rid of um, um, Jimmy, Jimmy Butler because Ben Simmons felt the need to have the ball in his hand. And, and let me uh, give you the quote on what uh, Joel said um, because, you know, People have been putting out snippets, but of course, there's more. Is way more to what he said. He said, "So our teams have always been built around his needs. So it's kind of surprising to see, even going back to the reason we signed Al, talking about Horford, we got rid of Jimmy, which I still think was a mistake, just to make sure he needed the ball in his hands." He said, "We've always had shooters, and I feel like I can really play with anybody, and I can make anybody be better on the court. We're a better team with them. There's no question about it. We still hope that he changes his mind." The situation is weird, disappointing, and borderline kind of disrespectful to all the guys that are out here fighting for their lives. Some guys rely on the team to be successful, to stay in the league, and to make money somehow. So that was, you know, Joel's take on the whole thing. Of course, the only snippet you see and only part of the quote you see is the, is borderline disrespectful, and we did this for his needs. Um, you don't see too much of the we still want him here and – you know, the situation is disappointing and stuff like that. 
But yeah, it, it really has taken a turn, and I'm I'm in the same camp as you, Jim. Like I don't understand how it got this bad. Like if you're afraid of what the fans are going to do and what the fans are going to say, look at this point, say that. You know what I'm saying? But you're you're making this about the organization. Now you're making it about Embiid, and everybody has, you know, put forth every concession they could to make him comfortable, to make him, you know, the the player that he is. With without the weaknesses that he that he has, so it's 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 weird to see where this is going, man. Um, he's he's Yo. well. Reports have said, B, he is willing to sit out the whole season if he has to because he doesn't want to play for this team. That means he Yo. will be missing out. He's willing to miss out on thirty three million dollars. What was done to you? Who touched you? At this organization yeah. that you were willing to, yeah. I'm not missing 33 million for nobody. I'm gonna go out there like and play angry like Harden did for a little while last year before his trade. <laughs> not only, not only that, man, and and I've been joking with my uh, my fandom and my exclamations, but I truly do believe that Ben Simmons is a bitch and a coward. <laughs> And here's here's why. It's a pl- it's a plethora of reasons, but I'm gonna summarize quickly. Number one, you play a child's game that has enabled you to change the trajectory of your family. Number two, you really have gotten everything that you've asked for from the organization. Number three, and perhaps the most powerful one for me, is you personify the diametric opposite of competitive greatness. You're afraid to try to compete. You're afraid to try and compete, and it comes out in the fact that in circumstances and situations where your team needs you to put points on the board, you would rather not. There's another player that has done that sporadically in his career, but certainly I don't call him a coward or it's well, maybe I have, but when LeBron did that every once in a blue, I cooked him for it. You do it every game. That's a staple of who you are, a Kardashian, a Jenner, dog. Leave my city now and never return. My thing is this. My thing is the way he's acting and the way this is playing out. If you're like, I guess, I guess you end up in Sacramento or something. Like, who wants to, who wants this on their team? The talent is there. We get it. We get it. The talent is there. But he's like, yo, mentally, all people are asking you to do is improve your game, and you're like, I don't want to. I want to go somewhere else. Shoot, Jim. I don't, I don't even, we we say he's like people say he's a jump shot away from being generational, and while that while true, I think Bo is a foul shot away from being generational. <laughs> yo, I don't man. need you out there, Marshawn J. Yo, Dev, Dev is just I don't need you to even. An aggressive Ben can't even be need stopped from going to the hole, shooter. but he's going to stop himself from going to the hole because he don't want to shoot foul shots. He's a foul yeah, shot away from being generous. I'm, 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 I'm starting to think that 
I'm starting to think that it won't even matter because even if you become an eighty percent foul shooter, you do all these things. I feel like when it's when it's when it's uh quote unquote nut hugging time, I don't know if I could depend on you. You might yeah, be your game, but when it's when when the issue really hits the fan, can I depend on you? Because right now that's not what you're showing. No, but like, his foul, sh- his foul shooting, shooting has to come with your ego and all that. Like, we're talking Bull, about we're talking about team only, game at the end yo, of the day. Like, so what you're telling yo, your not, team is like, f y'all. F y'all. Not only that, yo, you're you're yo, he's a narcissist. Yo, cuz is like a narc like it it's so many levels of 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 mental weakness and issues with, with, with this cat man. Yo. Giannis and Ben Giannis and Ben Simmons are the same player to me physically. But they're worlds apart like mentally. Giannis can't shoot. Giannis can't shoot a gun at a wall, but he ain't no fist. Giannis don't give him. You are you are disrespectful. Hey, I don't kill him. I'm going to shoot. Yo, what? Y'all can count. Stand there and count. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Watch me win and go to heaven. Yo, Giannis don't give a f about y'all. Yo, yo, even, when yo, they count, when they, even when they count, Giannis still take 13 seconds. Giannis yo, he still – he yo, he kind of, like, makes it funnier he in his favor because he's right, like, right. I'm going to play up to it. Oh, y'all going to count? All right, I'm going to take extra long and go Here's over the, the rules. Though. And still when not get called. When it was not time, he put up half a century, though. When it was not hugging time, my guy put up <laughs> He put up half a man. I mean, meanwhile, this, meanwhile, meanwhile, this boy looking at makeup. pictures – of Caitlyn Jenner on the on the he on the up, bench. Yo, he put he up is. half a man and went and got chicken biscuits. Like so, he, like he he he's yo, forever a legend. Like, he a hero, other dude, man. Boy, a hero forever. This other for dude, this other dude though, like I, it's, yo, he's looking at pictures. He's looking at pictures of Caitlyn Jenner and 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 Dwight Howard, man. Because now now you're going to be the bad guy. No matter where you land or how this plays out, you're going to be the bad guy. Can you deal with being the bad guy? Every and he's too sensitive like, to be the bad guy. He's a sensitive son of a bitch. You know, I don't even want nobody Australian on my squad no more. Uh, I got I to gotta keep Matisse. <laughs> nah, do I got to keep that. Yeah, yeah, don't do that. Oh, yeah, I forgot Matisse is dead. Oh, yeah. That's a crazy I, part. I, I Australia got some ballers, though. No, what's the little, ball, though, what's the little yeah. backup ball from uh, – what's the little you backup ball You saw the run they made Spurs. in the Olympics without ball. Yeah, yeah. He sold them out. You sold your country out. Now you sold Patty Mills. Yo, you is giving like, out buckets. Whoa. All right, yeah, Patty Mills. Out, yeah, my man Patty Mills in, a gang. Pat, that's a that's gang. the latest in that Joe Ingles. Um, but that's the latest in all of that. Oh yeah, yeah, they got. A um, I apologize to Australia, man, but the ball, the ball's a noodle though. Yo, uh, James Harden appears to be a little non-committal regarding a contract extension with the Brooklyn Nets. Um. I think they've reached out to him, and he's like, uh, matter of fact, in an interview with uh, Malika Andrews, he said, over the course of my career, I've never been a free agent before. I've always just been loyal, just signing a contract extension and being there. I just want to take my time with it. It's going to be very, very difficult to leave here, but even to leave Kevin and Kyrie Irving, I think this season – I just want to focus on winning a championship, and everything else will work itself out. Anything in between the lines here for you, fellas? I think James uh, Harden wants to sign with wants to sign with quality control. That's his ultimate goal. Um, he doesn't care about basketball. He just wants to hang with little baby and do fashion shows. 
Did yeah. you see anything in between the lines? Any cold, cold words here? Any? Um, I think he's a little salty. I think the opposite. I think he does care about ball, although he still wants to sign a quality control. I think he can do both. I think he wants to model. I think he wants to continue sampling the delights of Instagram. But I think he cares about hoops. And I think he's a little salty um, with the Shaman uh, and, 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 and Wu-Tang Monk. Who is Kyrie, man? I think yeah, I don't think like Kyrie at all. I don't yeah, think he like Kyrie that, that's, at all. That's yo. definitely a factor. But if if he was assigned long term, I think James Harden would be powerful enough in that situation to get Kyrie about it. They already inquired about Kyrie for Ben Simmons. They already tried to like I mean, kick I, the tires I, on that. Yo, and Kevin Durant had to step course. in. Um, yo, according to league officials, don't nobody want Kyrie. Yeah, which is crazy because right. Kyrie can step his game up. Like, yo, why does nobody like this? He must be a terrible human being. Like, I don't know that to be a fact, but nobody likes Bull. Right. The, 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 I think it's the opposite, though. I think Kyrie's a great human being, but I think he's such a great human being that it interferes with his job. And his job, they think he's a bad employee, bad teammate, bad everything that has to do that. with his gig. I That's what that. I think it is. Because like he's putting his humanity I said, I said over here's, gig. here's what Kyrie comes off to me, though. Kyrie comes off like Kyrie comes off to me like someone who is like goes to college and like finds himself. Like Kyrie's like finding himself in front of the world. Like yo, his interests change. That's, a, that's <laughs> the best analogy ever. Mm-hmm. Yo, but he's doing it in front of like the world. Like in front of the, it's not like you know what I mean. All, a lot of us didn't have to like you know find ourselves so to speak in front of the world like. Yeah. My man and if like, we did, you know, the world wouldn't, definitely wouldn't like us. So. This is true. This is true. But that's that's the thing about Kyrie, man. But I don't know how this plays out with them. I'm hoping this is distraction enough so they won't win nothing. So so what I read from James's comments, though, I'm thinking there's something in James Harden that still says, yo, like it's something in the back of my head. Like I still – He want his own squad? Yeah, like I still – or or even like this assault on the record books that I got going on. And I can't really do that here. And that's probably why he's on some let's focus on this year cuz we are the favorite. Get this chip. See if we can win this chip. And I think yeah, I think I'm if they win the chip, I think he's more apt to leave if they don't win the chip. Yeah. I mean if they do win the he chip. Win it. If he, he get a chip, I think he chip. out. Yo, if he get yeah, a go chip. This he going to average 40. This boy averaged 36 points a game last year, man. Like, he's, he's starting to get his name put on lists with, you know, with the, with the Wilts, the Mikes, the Kobe's, you know, those, those type of scoring lists. Like, his name is appearing on those now. So I'm thinking, he's thinking, here, yeah, I'll always have a chance to win, but I'm always going to be in Kevin Durant's shadow I'm going to be scoring 24 a game instead of 36 a game. Like, that that matters. And y'all know, just from, you know, talking to people in all of these years, y'all know that kind of stuff matters more to these people than fans want to believe. You know what I'm saying? Yo, my man I think he wants to submit himself. So I think in the back of his mind, yeah, he ain't really about this teaming up stuff. I think he's going to do it to try to see if he can go ahead and get that one thing that he hasn't gotten. And then after that, like I think he's back on Yo, the street. My man trying to win a chip, <laughs> get sent to Sacramento and average fifty, and never win mm-hmm. nothing and be okay with it. <laughs> yeah, right. Or or or, or, or the flip side say, is, I got that one chip. 
no matter who well, I got it with. James, James Harden actually yeah. reminds me of the type of hooper. Bernie that, <laughs> Oh, he he would he would rather up. he would rather be about them numbers. In other words, he appreciates Charles Barkley as the greatest power forward of all time versus Tim Duncan. Yo, I don't know about I can that. See it. I don't think he likes Charles. But what I'm saying is, no. Or it could be, a, <laughs> it could be something else, too, though. You mean it the idea of Charles, too. not Charles himself. The idea. Yo, it the could, idea. It could be numbers. something else, though. Because here's what I do know about the NBA in 2021. Yo, these jokers be having plans that be like three or four years ahead. He probably got a plan to team up with somebody else somewhere else. <laughs> you know, it's Bradley like Beal. Yeah, yeah, I can't yeah. be signing these long-term deals, man. I got plans. Yeah, they probably got a plan. Got... Yeah, they be making these plans like years. Like he probably won't go to the Knicks and team up with somebody over there or something. Like these cats be having plans they work on for years. Yeah, that that that's definitely definitely something. But I can see, I can actually, you know, I get why he's not <laughs> to those people. Uh, just a quick breaking news. Not nothing, nothing serious. Nothing that serious. But the NBA Chief, reached Chief 95 percent. They've reached the 95 percent vaccination threshold with the players. Um, the the NBA. So 95 oh, percent are vaccinated. Um, <laughs> and we're actually going to speak about Kyrie and a couple of other ones. Um, when when Jimmy lets us know not Andrew Wiggins on the Grizz Nae. Yeah, we're going to talk about some of those guys because of. Uh, some things that are gonna that's gonna happen around this vaccination stuff. But before we do all of that, man, let's go to the phone lines. We got the homie Tobias waiting, calling from Arizona. What up, Tobias? Roll damn tide. Roll damn trash ass Alabama defense. That's all I got to say. Oh, Miss is gonna embarrass these clowns uh, that Sunday. I mean Saturday. Well, I should say Sunday. He said half the damn NFL is Alabama players. Uh, how, does, how does Ole Miss embarrass Alabama? That's Alabama not covering? That's how they get embarrassed? Part of it. You seen that defense? We got ran on by a quarterback who can't throw. Yo, Don't even you get started sound, on that. You sound so ridiculous. And hey. you and your Alabama. Yo, they're going to win. That's all that matters. They're going to win. Hey. I don't know if that – SEC, they got standards. I'm sorry. This ain't Temple. This ain't Cheney. Ain't none of these other colleges that y'all just happy that you show up. My man up, said Cheney. And, what you yeah, know about Cheney? Yeah, this I knew about that. But anyway, anyway. y'all talk about like Ben Simmons, right? Kwame Brown made a video about this. He actually made sense where it's like, go to camp. Go to camp. Don't let them take your money. And that you actually make they, yourself they that harder to trade. Get that injury. My yeah. back. Mm-hmm. And he's and sitting out. It's making it harder to be traded. And uh, and so and here's another thing with Ben. Bruh, if you go to Sacramento, you ain't making no more all-star games. The white girl is gone. Uh, who are you making all-star game over now uh, out there in the West? Uh, he ain't popular, so he ain't getting the van, folks. Uh and there's a lot of great guards out there in Forest in the West. But the, but with Ben, it ain't like, okay, the team ain't putting it around. It did everything you wanted. Although you never improved your game since LSU. And they still gave you a max deal. Still let Jimmy Butler walk, who they probably should have kept instead of him. But Ben wasn't the last in the heat culture, air quotes. Uh, but – 
Everybody loves saying do him like Giannis, build a team like Giannis and surround him with shooters. Here's a couple of things that I take media of him. Chris Miller took a get his own shot, so he's actually closed on his team. See, I was nice to his ass once there. But uh, <laughs> and you got a bunch of and you got a good mix of players. You can't just have a bunch of guys that stand in a corner and wait for Ben to kick it out because that only works in the regular season. The game slows down in the postseason by each round. Yeah, he had that one game against the Nets, but that Nets team was overmatched anyway. We had done that against that Toronto team, or the or the like the uh, or the Bucks, somebody like that who could D up and match them talent for talent. Because at the end of the day, your best player got to get his own shot as well. If you're supposed to be the best player, you can't be saying, "Oh, I'm scared to shoot," and everybody coddles you. I just think that he ain't Giannis because Giannis got the criticism. They told Giannis he was a fake MVP two years in a row, <laughs> and look what he did now. Man, Giannis didn't give two Fs or shit about them. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, and that's the problem. And like, they told Michael Jordan he shot too much, he couldn't win. Uh, they criticized Kobe. Kobe shot three air balls, rookie year in a row. Did Kobe shrink? No. Because fan, teammate, everybody could live with you not winning. All everybody wants is just, hey, you give it all you got. Hey, the better team may have won, but at least you went down swinging. That's all people ask for. And you can live with it. Listen, man. All the great players have been criticized. Every single one of them. Every single one. Tragic, Johnson? Except for Larry Bird, but we know why. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you remember old Tragic, Johnson? Hell. Yeah, I do. They, they are criticizing young players at 19, but being up there crying. And so they got to trade him. I said, wait till like December when those free agent contracts you can move. Then you may see what happens. Teams may get desperate. But this, I always said, this Rich Paul can puff his chest all he wants. The owners are going to get this get back in the collective bargaining agreement. That's why I think these players need to chill out, <laughs> you know, do business. Say, hey, I do want to trade, but I'm going to show up, not make a peek, because this collective bargaining agreement. You know these owners get mad. Rich white men are white being told what to do, especially by the color. Uh, so just just keep that in mind. I want these people to keep that in mind. And also the same black folks on Twitter and Facebook who be egging these guys on, keep that in mind when they say, oh, we're going to give them three-year guaranteed deals now. <laughs> you know. Listen, we about to have a big, we about to have a, a a big holdout. I'm telling you, man. Like, you're right. They do not like being told what to do. This is about to be a mess. I mean, it, we see it happen all the time, though. The players always bring it on themselves. At least work with them, because even though, oh, they be like, all right, cool, you want to trade, but hey, we'll work with you like that. Because when Barkley got traded, he didn't raise a state. He had to be traded. He kind of worked behind the scene. Kareem, a lot of these guys have. Now, now Kobe did cuss out Byron from the Waka Mall or whatever. Not for a lot, that was hilarious. Uh, <laughs> but yeah. one thing y'all talk about the vaccination rates, right? You know that that vaccine numbers went up when they said you ain't getting paid. <laughs> you know those numbers, you know. <laughs> well, here's here, here, here's the thing, though. Here's the interesting part about that that comment, right? The Sixers uh, got to put that direct deposit through tonight, so it hits the bank account tomorrow. You think they're gonna do it? 
Nope, they ain't got to. I wouldn't. That's going to be interesting. That's yeah, because – Yeah, if they look at the, like Kyrie and Jonathan Isaacs, the MAGA champion, Michael Porter Jr. already said he had COVID twice about so his natural immunity. If the natural immunities would have worked, you wouldn't have gotten it twice there, partner. Uh, <laughs> you know, it's like how – and people are like, man, they shouldn't tell the players. The league ain't telling them. They just saying, hey, if you choose not to play because it's medical reasons, you ain't getting paid. Who? I'm sorry. You got a choice to do this, to not take it. But they also have every private business. The NBA is a private business. These teams are private businesses, private entities. They have the choice to place their mandates and also follow the local government. I'm sorry. If you want to be Mr. Hey. I ain't believing in vaccines, even though you got the vaccines when you did your one and done in college, or the vaccines when you had to go to grade school, or you got put under and you ain't question those vaccines, or you had raw sex with an Instagram model you barely knew her last name, but you ain't question that either, uh, or that weed you smoking on, you ain't question that. So uh, just be straight up say you don't want to take it. But once those dollars start kicking in, you know, and also, the team may get mad. Look, look, look at the Nets. They are fighting for a championship. And Kyrie, like, ain't going to play 41, 42, 43 home games because I'm worried about this vaccine. Yo, oh, whoa. That, that, would be, that would be a crazy way not to win the championship because that's, that's something that's not going to be on history books. But imagine, like, not, not seizing the opportunity because of this. He and KD are friends, but you can fall out behind stuff like this because KD's on legacy schedule. They're saying his life is all about, oh, he joined with Stephen Clay. J- same with James Harden. Now, he couldn't win the big one. And so I'm just thinking that, that they they probably want to trade Kyrie, but who the hell wants him because he's not reliable, even though how, despite how talented he is. And so this is why sometimes these players make themselves make it worse for themselves. Now you think sometimes you just got to do business. Hey. If you if you got the surgery, Kyrie had multiple surgeries. He got put under. A lot of people die from getting put under with the anesthesia. He ain't question that. And he said nothing about natural immunity when he broke his foot in college, had to get surgery or the knee surgeries he had. And ain't no natural immunity. Then on John the Isaac was torn ACL in the bubble. He ain't said nothing about not trusting doctors and natural immunities in the good Lord. Then he went to see that doctor. So. My thing is, if you're going to feel that way, be consistent. And uh, you got a freedom of choice, but you also got a freedom of consequence because these are private business. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Oh. You are absolutely correct. Oh, I'll say this one last thing about Matt Nagy and Justin yeah, Fields. Justin Fields should not have played. Now, I thought, okay, he'd be not uh, sober Dalton. But if the coaching staff knew he wasn't ready, don't put him out there. Put Nick Foles out there. Special line is bad. Because if I'm the fair general manager, I'm firing his ass Monday morning. Because it's one thing to be bad, but not that bad. And if he ain't ready, just say it. It's okay for a quarterback to sit the first year. Just say he ain't ready. Fans will be like, okay, cool. We'll see him next year. Is that throwing him out there no, when he not. knew Come he on, wasn't ready? No, no, they won't. No, they won't. Because as long as they lose, he's the most popular dude in the whole city. 
and sometimes coaches fall for the for the okie doke. You know what I'm saying? Like if they lose and he's sitting there and they just wasted a first round draft pick on a first round draft pick quarterback on your bench is the most popular guy until he's not. Yep. And cause everybody wants to use a Mahomes model, but one thing is they finally catch a Mahomes pick. But look what the situation Mahomes is was in. He had a career well, coach. He had the fat team like y'all want to have Patrick Mahomes, but y'all ain't Andy Reid. That's what I'm saying. Uh, you know, and that's what I be telling people. And one thing y'all write about the Chiefs, though, I want to count them dead, but they have an issue that Pete, the hot take media don't point out. They ain't got a running back. And I know Fred Purdue hates running backs. He thinks running backs are like uh, interchangeable parts. The Chiefs can't get no short yardage. Everything has to be through the air. And if a team, and these teams are playing on cover two, and with a cover two, you're supposed to run them out of it. He ain't run, they can't run nobody out of it. And I think that's something to keep an eye on right there. They, they could run, they, and that's something to keep an they eye on right there the rest of, the, rest of their season. They got issues at O-line. They got issues yep. at O-line. I mean, and that's kind of, you know, like I said, the Bucks exposed that. So we'll see what happens, though. Hey, you guys have a good one, man. And I'll say this. All right, Richard Sherman. Richard Sherman signed with a buck that don't matter because we ain't got a pass rush. Peace, guys. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right, bro. Hey, you go, Dev, you all right, bro? I want to make sure Dev ain't passed out over there, man. You good? No, nah, hey, I'm, I'm here. Well, I right, do. I don't make sure. I mean, he's in the cold sweating and whatnot. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, these weak arms was heavy. Pop <laughs> <laughs> All right, dude, so what happened this week while everybody was on the Grizz Nye? Absolutely. And while you were on the Grizz Nye, it's brought to you by Digital Extreme Technologies. If you need a new website, call Digital Extreme Tech. Dot, well, go to DigitalExtremeTech.com or call 267-205-4203. Be like, yeah. Heard it on the war room, get a discount. It's really that simple, but we got to talk about what happened. Wow, you were on the Grizz Nye. So, the first thing is this, right? A Twitter user causes a stir online by saying that the hip-hop legend, Ice-T, has zero joints. So people start thinking about it, like, yo, Ice-T's from movies and all that. What kind of hit songs did he have? So what did you guys think about uh, folks pointing out that Ice-T ain't got no joints? Uh... I I I need more context. Um, I I mean, as Dev pointed out, I, he has significance in hip hop history. Um, if you're analyzing him from a lyrical standpoint, I mean, he ain't the most bartastic uh, out there. But um, but do we got you joints, know, he got joints though, man? You ain't got to be bartastic to have joints. Fifty got joints. No, no, you don't. You don't. You don't. Yeah, he he got some joints. He got some joints. And he and yeah. to be honest, he put Darlene. He put Darlene in the video. So you know that that got to count <laughs> for something. No, I mean, but that that's the thing. Like when I first heard it, that's exactly what I thought. Um. I was thinking along them lines, like, all right, well, you know, he's not the most lyrical dude out there, but Ice-T got joints. He got joints I used to jam to. He got joints I used to read for in the jukebox. He definitely got joints. And then when I looked up the story, 
I saw that Questlove pretty much said the same thing. He was like, okay, Ice-T I, 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 not going to be anybody's top MC's list, but his impact in the game. You know what I'm saying? Like, Man. only only like people like us and him himself like know who the who the real pioneers of certain stuff was. But Ice T is looked at as like somebody, one of the people who started quote unquote gangster rap. You know what I'm saying? You he gives props where props. He's not he down. Tells he's not you down with PSK. Right. He tells you. You, gotta watch you know back. who he heard and and influenced oh. him. But he, he widely gets a lot of credit for that. So, you know, his impact is crazy. He had politicians going after his neck for some of his songs back then. But joints, he definitely got joints, man. He, he got Yo, what, New Jack impact, Hustler, I'm I, Your Pusher. Um, how roller, I, I named man. like how six last week. Thing, man. How roller, man. Cut it Cop out, man. killers, high rollers, colors. Cop killer, yeah. Like, come on, man. Yo, I, I, I just think people cold, go on, cold, on, the, on social media, man, and just – Want to see how wild they can be? Just see the wildest no, things you they know can what say. Just as they do has no joints. Though, like, come on, man. Yo, sometimes though, like folks just don't know. Like, they wasn't outside. Like, I, I seen, especially with Twitter. And you can't. Then you I can't mean, go speaking on a. Then you can't speak on it. Yeah, like that's that. a, you, you can't speak in front of a million hey, people if you don't know what the f- you're talking about. I like, mean, listen. That's that's from that. Listen. That's that's basically asking to be schooled. Like. All right, but, I, I but also, like, say, you know how people, Jim, my bad, my bad. Somebody earlier say, like, yo, why is Ray J famous? And then somebody went and, like, broke down Ray J's whole resume, and then next thing I know, Ray J is trending in the middle of 2021 for no reason other than somebody saying, yo, what does he even do? Why is he famous? Like, Scooty Bikes. <laughs> yo, Scooty Bikes. Yo, Scooty Bikes. Yo, Ray J must have been crazy. Somebody wrote it all out. I was like, yo, Ray J, Ray J is that dude. Like, anyway, yeah. um... Point being, like, sometimes you just are unaware, and it's, hip-hop is still a relatively young culture, music, and but it's still rich in history. And right. hip-hop seems to move like technology, where something is popping now, and then within two years, it's, like, old. Well, like, why, don't, it, why don't people ask, old, why right? don't you come across being schooled a different way? Like, you come a, like why do you have to be disrespectful to get schooled? You could you you could say the same words like we always we always school my son on this like the way he talked to people and he was like well I just said this and like dude it's not always what you say it's how you say it like the way this dude said it, it we know you're being disrespectful to ice to ice if you say the exact same words but say it in a different manner like yo I know this boy is considered a legend but like. What joints do he have? I don't really know no you know why? joints. Cause I'm gonna tell you why internet culture. Because you write that, ain't nobody gonna answer you. If you if you come up with the slander, <laughs> if, you, if you're respectful, you, ain't nobody gonna answer you. You got to disrespect yeah, somebody to get, gonna answer you, but we to get in viral. World, so once you say that, once you say that, folks want to jump back. Like, yo, and, and the funny thing is, it's like it's no, it's really no difference though. I remember being a young boy and being disrespectful to older athletes and things like when old heads try to school me. You know what I mean? And I used to run with the same high hyperbole. Oh man, we'll play it against midges. Like being mad disrespectful without having the knowledge. Because you disrespectful. that's what we do when we argue <laughs> when we argue sports and entertainment. That's what we do. We we get disrespectful. But I, but I also like, you know, think stuff that you claim to love, 
cultures that you right. claim to be a part of, you have to be. You should educate yourself on. You have to educate. But, but you said you said something. You said something. Like I said, we were kind of around cult, when this thing cult. started, but even before rap starting as rap, starting as hip hop, like what they got their influences from, like we had to learn that stuff. You know what I'm saying? I mean, yeah, but I'm still disrespectful. I still tell you, Curtis Blow is trash. <laughs> and, he ain't got, and he ain't got no joints. Like, like he ain't got no joints. I'm still disrespectful with it. Curtis yo, got joints. So I mean, I get it. I get it. But I mean, it's just it's like, yo, if you ain't outside, you ain't outside. But it's funny how fast hip hop moves. Like, I saw someone the other day called Kendrick Lamar, old school, and to me, he's still a young dude. Damn, yo, he's still a young boy. I'm gonna say, for me, he's still the new class. Yeah, but the new no, class. No, but my kids, class, yo, my kids called Kendrick Drake. Uh, J. Cole and all them dudes, uh, old heads. Dave East. I'm like, That's what? what I'm saying. They just mentioned they're, they're the old heads now. Like, so it's it's weird. Hip hop just moves so fast because it's like, yo, the teenage boys, the trippy reds and um, young boys and all these other, you know, young nudie. Kids. Yeah, them kind, them kind of boys. Them boys right there that be off the top of He he probably know them all because he got a young kid, but. Like, yeah. so no, it, but the thing is, so you man. come into the game these days and you get so big so fast. That's the difference because not even – I'm not even – use the wrong words. Like, I don't look at Kendrick and them as the new class, but, like, they're supposed to be the people, like, it's supposed to be their time. It's supposed to be their prime right now. Like you said, they already yeah, looked at it as being old because it recycles so quickly. I, I, but I say that for a reason, Dev. I say that because, think about it. If Kendrick is considered old to these dudes, what the hell is Ice-T? Oh, Ice-T is somebody's grand, great-grandpa. Yo, he like but generation. if you <laughs> love the culture, man, you got to you gotta find out, man. I said we were we were we were young. So it's not like we didn't hear the music, but when we got older and started liking what we like, you know, we still had to go back and know what Bambada and them did for the game. Besides, you know, baby booty. But um, but you gotta understand, hip hop hip hop moves so fast. So we grew up in the Mike Tyson era, right? Yo, I see to them is like us knowing Jack Johnson's resume. But you know, but 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 Jim, you know what Jack Johnson did with them white girls? So you did your research. That, so, I, hey, that's what I know. That's what I know about. I couldn't tell you one person, <laughs> yeah. but I know. I know. I know. Personal life, you know, so much. I can't tell you nobody for the ring. I know he was busting them cheeks. <laughs> Cheek busting. <laughs> Cheek buster. But no, but no. That's, that's <laughs> Dope style taker. Listen, man, but that's how things be, man. Like, yo, we, we, we are the dudes that's getting old. The stuff we grow up with is ancient at this point. Um, young boys, so young boys love Jadakus. love Jadakus, though. Oh. Huh. Young boys love Jadakus, though. That's Reese's that's re- fire. That's because he went out there and so, killed yeah. his ass in the home of life. No, so, that ain't because of Reese. He got joints. That, no. That's because my man will accept and do a verse for four dollars. I even I even count same <laughs> no gang. No we all in the same gang. I count that as an Ice T joint because he had one of the best verses yeah, on it, man. Listen, man, I got I got I got a nephew. He tried to argue me like cats like Ice T and um and LL, Will Smith. Like he knows them as actors. And when I, like, put the music on for him, he's shocked. He's like, yo, they're actors. Like, they're literally actors to him because in his lifetime, that's what he knows me from, being on TV, actors. 
So, Scott, you said know. random. Did Shady McCoy get a ring with the Chiefs? I think he did, but he didn't play. He did. Yeah, he, he did, but he didn't. Yeah, Shady might have Shady might have two rings that he didn't play for. <laughs> oh, the Bucks. What? Yeah, the Bucks. Damn. He got a ring Jeez, with the Bucks. Everybody didn't do nothing. <laughs> anyway, man. But yeah, so that's what it is, man. Listen, um, Scavia said Ice T had about. a whole couple of summers. I don't know about all that. But. <laughs> No, <laughs> what you talking but about? But he started naming some. You know, I'm your pusher. Yeah, I mean, morning, cop killer. A, Darlene's a, cover sold a zillion copies. As a, just because of Darlene. As a bank robber, maybe. Man, none so of I think I one of the best. Yo, Darlene's still bad. I see was really out here. I see lived a crazy life. He was in the military and he came home and started robbing banks using the same skills he learned by the government. So it was like, he got a crazy life. Scabby said Curtis Blow started this hip hop, even though it was rappers before him. Curtis you know Blow you track. can't Yo. disrespect. You know you can't disrespect Curtis Blow in front of in front of Kevin. He ain't having it. Yo, he's on the break. Curtis Blow trash. Oh, yeah. Bring it up! Bring it up! <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Kevin said oh, was a lyric. was a lyric. Yo, my guy I see sat in the chair getting the perm and wasn't explaining how he um be tossing hand grenades. Like, don't forget that either. You know what I'm saying? Like, so shot that was hard. That was hard. I mean, that's the dumbest analogy I've ever seen in my life, but shout out to him. Yo, it was amazing (laughs) because I see that it, so it made sense. So, anyway, NBA players (laughs) who gain due to non compliance with local vaccine mandates will not be paid. So, right. So, this is what we were kind of talking about before when y'all were bringing up Kyrie and bringing up the ball, um, um, Wiggy. The reason that their names are coming up in particular because New York and um, San Francisco are two of the cities that have these mandates. So if you're like indoor, indoors at an arena or any kind of entertainment complex like that, you have to be vaccinated. So it's going to be the same thing with the fans. Um, Andrew Wiggins, you know, isn't vaccinated. So that's at least <laughs> – that's at least 41 home games and the games when he goes to New York. And we're just saying these two places now because they're the ones that we know of. I'm pretty sure some other cities are going to, you know, get in on the mix in this to try to make this, you know, this, this these super spreader events less of a super spreader event because you're sitting in a big crowd with a bunch of people indoors. It's a little bit dangerous. So, so what do y'all think? Like, do y'all think it's, do y'all think that's going to be enough to get these dudes to comply when you start messing with their money? Yes, money runs the world, except for Ben Simmons, because he gonna he gonna skip out on thirty three just because he got an attitude. Because <laughs> it's Gucci here. But listen though, yo, the thing is, I think I think it'll work for most of them, but I think Kyrie's a different dude though. I think yo, I think Kyrie I think Kyrie might say F O H because Kyrie's a different dude, yo. Yeah. Kyrie might retire. And I also yo, think Kyrie might, just be also being a humanitarian, I just think he be wanting to prove stuff. Like I'm not gonna be pushed around to like like y'all said about exactly. the, the old saying. white man don't wanna be dude. told what to do. Like Kyrie's an old white man. He don't wanna be told what to do. He's a different he don't dude. Like he it. might retire and become a monk or something, like Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
that, this, this will be interesting, though. But, I, you know, to my point I was making earlier as a buyer, this may affect who wins the championship. Right. So, you know, names that you have, you know, those two guys that we name, of course, Michael Porter Jr., um, I don't think Denver is on that list yet with requiring that. So he might not be in danger yet of missing 41 games because of his, his home schedule. But, you know, y'all know how he get down, Michael Porter. Um, and, you know, the reasons why he's talking the way he's talking, he, you know, conspiracy theories. Um, yeah. yeah, so, so we'll see, man. They got to play Golden State. They got to play Golden State in the first round. So right. he's going to miss all the games in Golden State. You're going to miss all the games. And don't let Golden State get home field, home court advantage because then there's four games that they're going to have to miss, if, even if they go well, I mean, going to I guess, I guess the thing is they're going to be missing Wiggins too, though. So. <laughs> Yeah, this is True. Going to be a mess. Uh, both of the teams are going to be missing like the number three guy. So um, it's going to be yeah, a mess. Man. Yeah. It's, it's, but ninety five percent, they they've hit the ninety five percent threshold as far as vaccinations in the league, though. So you're not going to have this problem with a lot of people. It's just that you know the big name guys. It's going to be a story. It's definitely going to be a story. Yeah, man. So we'll see what happens, man. So it's going to be a crazy season, man. Um, Manny Pacquiao. Mm. Sometimes when we talk, uh, Manny Pacquiao announces his retirement from boxing. So, uh, the pack, he finally man. decided to call it quits. Now he wants to be president. The only eight division champion in boxing history. You know, Jimmy told us a long time ago that's probably because of the roids. Um, <laughs> that, that he was able to go up eight different weight classes and, and pound people into oblivion. But, uh, shout out to him, man. Great career. 62 wins, Definitely 8 like losses, him. 2 draws, 39 knockouts. Um, one thing you can say about this little dude, man, he definitely was one of those fight whoever they scheduled for you to fight type cats. He never ducked no wreck. Um, but, so shout out to him, man. He, he going to go down as one of the greats. Shout out to him. Shot at all funny gigs. Ducked everything. Um, yo, Manny. Man, so he resume Manny, crazy, man. dude. At least the names on it. Not when he fought him. I don't know about I when mean, he fought him, but even the argument we make with that B is still he is. You still got to give him a little bit of props because, all right, we can say, all right, well, he fought Bull when he was too name. young. Yeah. He fought this bull when he was too old, but Floyd was aging the whole time and was still kicking everybody's ass. So. You know, usually old dudes can't pick and choose because <laughs> these young boys are like fire. The thing is, yo, cats don't even come close to beating Floyd. That's the crazy part. Like, it ain't like he was into like yo. They don't even come close. He wasn't like in for the fight of his life. He's out here embarrassing cats, old and young. Yeah, he wiped the floor with Pacquiao, yo. Yeah, so he didn't get a lot of people in, in their primes, but. Was he in his <laughs> He's singing that soft shit, too. Go ahead, Pac. Pac <laughs> was singing that soft shit. Manny was out there getting them skirts, yo. What y'all talking about, man? Legend. I wonder if that's, like, in the Filipino... Now we make playlists like our old slow jams. I wonder if that's on the Filipino slow jam list. 
Like classic. Like, yo, you got to put that pack joint on here if you want to get the draws. But um, shout out to Pacquiao, man. What else happened yeah. before we get up out of here? Absolutely, man. Um, Robert Kelly was found guilty, so he's about to do the rest of his uh, life um, behind bars. Peace. You know? Yeah, let us say. Still people Yo, defending um, the bull, man. After all these all these years. The crazy, crazy part? Yo, Black Chuck D. Just... Chuck D wasn't, like, it wasn't like a, he was making excuses for the dude and deflecting a little bit. And then, of course, they asked Bill Cosby, and he said the man was railroaded. So, you know, <laughs> that yeah. makes Bill look even worse. It's like now, yeah. it's like you claim to not be what they say you were. Well, he really never claimed not to be it, but people still, like, defended him. But, like, he's it's like culture now. Like, no, nah, he's part of my culture, so I got to take up for him. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yo, control, he's yo. in the culture? Yeah, he's part of him. <laughs> Yeah, part of Kelly culture is in that pedo culture, or is it or is it Cosby culture? Who was first? Cosby was doing the crazy part. The crazy part is this, right? So I read what Chuck D wrote, and um, I don't think that he was really defending R. Kelly. I think that he was making a point. He was just deflecting, making a point. But what? But even even with that though, I don't think uh, some things you can't explain on Twitter because you can't really add the context. Context. So. Is sometimes it's better just not to tweet anything, right? I get what you were trying to say, dog, but you can't add context to what you're saying. So it looks <laughs> it's crazy. better to shut these pictures. <laughs> yeah, it, 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 just, it just looks crazy, man. And you know, man, listen. With that being said, man. Um, speaking of that though, Daz Dillinger, right? He was doing an interview and he was talking about how uh, Jada Pinkett had an interview with Chris Kelly with Chris Kelly of a uh, crisscross. Back in um, the 90s. 93. Chris Kelly was like 15 and she was like 23. And he was like, you know, knocking them boots. Yo, so, you know, there's been a, you know, I don't know if she was trending or not, but I did read something that said Twitter tried to cancel Jada Pinkett because they found out about this. But, you know, Jada and Will, you know, they always, I think this would be somebody that people are waiting to kick dirt on. Because I think a lot of people have tired of their act a little bit because they're always trying to philosophize on relationships and all of that kind of stuff. And then you come to find out that, first, their relationship is not, you know, as great as we always thought it was. And them as human beings, we're starting to find out, aren't as great as as, as everybody thought they were. Um, Jada was knocking on doors and taking baby booty back when, when she shouldn't have even though she looked 15 when she was 22, but that's besides the point. Everybody knew who she was. And so, yeah, it, it's I crazy. Mean, I ain't going to lie, though. At 15, no, let me, let me chill because I'm just thinking about, oh, like, yo, not I mean, no, but that's why, that's why ain't nobody going to say nothing. I mean, he's dead now, so rest in peace to him, but nobody's going to yeah. say anything to him because, you know, 15 and she 20-something, like, what you supposed to do? Well, I'm supposed to get mad at that? <laughs> I'm supposed to get <laughs> yeah. Somehow she just used um, You know Fake deep spiritual stuff to Ignore the fact that she's a hoochie Like She had a quote unquote Entanglement she made up a whole new word Entanglement mm-hmm. you know what I'm Now it's being used like, against her Because they talking about she entangled fact. with the bull The young bull Yo, It's hard to fact that you like giving that box up But anyway Um <laughs> 
and Tangle Bucks. Shout out to her, though, man. Shout out to her, man, and Tangle Bucks. But that being said, yeah, tell everybody what happened in this dating sports history, yo. All right, before we get out of here, this dating sports history brought to you by Sports the Book. Y'all know what it is, man. If y'all tired of reading all that bull jangle, <laughs> make sure you pick up your copy of Sports. Smart people only read the sports. Greatest sports book ever written and is written by Warren Sports own Jimmy the Blueprint. So get your copy at sportsthebook.com or on our website at warroomsports.com. Just go ahead and get it. Go ahead and read it. Peace. All right, so look, man, this date in sports history, um, September 30th, 1988. This is like the third or fourth one they'd have made this year because this was the year of Mike Tyson. Him, you know, him and, and, and Marvin Givens got together, it was a whole bunch of trouble, so it was a whole lot of dates we needed to remember. But on September 30th, 1988, this was the date that he and Robin Givens appeared on the Barbara Walters show. Mike Tyson looked like he was under a sedative, and she was sitting in his face saying all kinds of disrespectful, slanderous (laughs) stuff about the brother, or maybe it was the 100% truth, but it was one of the weirdest interviews that most of us have ever seen in our lives. So, man, shout out to this historical moment. Shout out to Robin Givens. Shout out to Mike Tyson for for entertaining us the way they did, man. Yo, Mike. Mike is a bona fide legend, yo. I'm gonna tell you why. Yo, Mike is a legend in, in every game. Like he's sitting there smiling while she was saying that he beat up yo, chicks. Listen, it's crazy <laughs> because like, yo, Mike Tyson, right? So I got I be on these these Instagram pages where they be like having these um pictures of like 1980s gangsters that they find like real pictures that they somehow find and put on um. Yes, sir. And both IG accounts you're speaking of. Yeah, so we all know what I'm talking about, but yo. Mike Tyson has a picture with every gangster every from the 80s, gangster. Even, in the 70s. Even, even 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 before he was a fighter, Mike hung with the the lowest of the low. And I'm like, yeah, if, if it wasn't if it wasn't for boxing, there's no way he wouldn't have been a hitman or a kingpin. Like it's just not. So yo, Mike Tyson is he was outside. You know what people say? He they ain't a bit. Yo, Mike was outside outside. Like Mike <laughs> is the most entertaining person in my life, bar none. His book, yeah. his fight. His interviews, everything, it's pure entertainment. His documentary, his life, <laughs> everything yeah, about everything. him. Everything about him is entertaining, man. I, yo, he, I owe yo Mike owes me nothing, man. He's a legend, man. Salute to Mike Tyson. That's what I want to say. Yeah, we still before we before we all said and done with this, man. We still want to get Mike on the program. Yo, if we if we get Mike on the if we get Mike on the warm, I'm not I'm never coming back to work again. I'm letting y'all know that right now. That's that's the thing. I'm done. <laughs> no, I mean because you know what though, that would be full that's circle because what we talked about the first year at nauseam was like, yo, we gotta get Mike Tyson on here one day at nauseam. And remember, B. Austin got in touch with somebody and we thought it was gonna happen for a minute there, and then never materialized. I never wanted to do the interview in person because I think you know never boy a little off. But definitely, I'm you know, in know. this format, Mike, where he's in his place and we're in our up, place, you know. <laughs> if Mike comes on the show, that's the last show I'm doing. I'm letting y'all know that right now, yo, because that's, that's the, the show. The show is going to end abruptly. We've, we've hit our goal. <laughs> yeah. Our goal was always getting <laughs> We couldn't get Will, so we had, get his, we had to get his um his pew. But, you know, yo, you said he got his pew. What you say? <laughs> yo, I ain't say that, man. What you talking about? Oh, right, my man, bad. I think you said Shout out to Sunday. Hey yo, yo, yo! Thank you, brothers and sisters, for joining us for another briefing in the war room. Shout out to everybody on all the social media. 
from the group chat. Everybody chimed in. We appreciate it. Tune in next week live right here on demand as we recap week four and look to week five of the NFL. And everything in the world of sports, we got to see what's going on with uh, Byree, man. It's about to be on Byree. Byree and Ben Simmons watch at this point for the NBA. So, um, until then, man, just enjoy everything that you got going on. Catch everything that we do. I'm saying everything we do. Social media contacts, merch, uh, content. Everything is at the hub of warroomsports.com. Include my book, Sports the Book, is at warroomsports.com. As we always say, don't accept mediocrity. Be steadfast in the world against ignorance. We'll see you Trump sometime. <laughs> www.warroomsports.com What? Ain't no more to it.